Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming Chinese equine market, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Wen Li from Shanghai and Beijing, introducing China to the world. Good morning, Wen. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Beijing organizes many equestrian competitions over the past months. It is reassuring. Good to hear that. I hope riders and horses will be safe and sound under this incredibly hot weather. So, in our third episode, what do we have for China news? On July seventh, Beijing Municipal Bureau of Sports announced the list of Beijing Sports Tourism. Boutique projects. Two out of nine are equestrian projects, which are Beijing International Equestrian Week and Beijing Shangling Equestrian Central Part Up League. Beijing International Equestrian Week was firstly held in 2015 and has been held for seven consecutive years by Equus International Riding Club. To our new listeners, this is one of the top riding clubs in Asia, and more details can be found in episode three of season one. This event was also awarded the status of top ten Beijing sports tourism boutique competitions in 2021. Well, Beijing Shangling Equestrian Central Park Up League had its first leg in July 2021, and its newest leg was held on the fourth weekend of July. Though the league is only two years old, its organizer is a veteran club. Beijing International Equestrian Club, Jingcheng Mahui, which was also introduced in episode seven of season two. This boutique project list is a huge boost to Beijing equestrian industry and showcases that riding plays a central part in Beijing's leisure. Today, in our China Club session, we will bring into Beijing Jinghua Xin Horse Industry, which was founded in two thousand and four, the early dress of Japanese Dragon Head Farm. Jinghua Xin's founder, Mr. Ren Ningning, was one of the first Beijing horse owners to participate in flat racing. Jinghua Xin has hundreds of thoroughbreds from United Kingdom, Ireland, USA, Japan, Germany, Australia, and its star stallion is Japanese Dual Group Three winner Chase Brightly. The club also breeds a large number of Chinese thoroughbreds, which are galloping in race tracks from Yulong, Wuhan, to those in Inner Mongolia and Xinjiang. Exactly. Jinghua Xin also manufactures facilities for riding clubs and racecourses, such as starting gate, horseworker, training arena, horse trailer, and so on. Now it's time for our China story. We have the reply from Mr. Andrew Chiang, a horse owner and founder of Mengjun Horse Industry. You can find more about it in episode twenty-eight of season two. Now let's read out his reply, Zoe. Okay. The first question was. Please introduce yourself. How did you enter the China equine industry? Mr. An said he always loves horse industry. He lived in an area close to grassland, and one opportunity presented itself, and he encountered with the horses and fell in love with flat racing. Since then, whenever he felt stress in his walk, he would spend his time in his horses, be it feed and pet them or ride them. It is good to one's health. Mr. An continues and says, "In the beginning, he only sought horse riding as a sport. He gradually realized the huge gap between the horse industry of China and other countries. He went to race courses in Hong Kong SAR and those in world-leading racing nations. He understood that horses and horse industry can enormously contribute to China's economic, and that's why he started Mengjun Horse Industry." 
The second question was, what advice would you give to those who wish to own horses overseas? Mr. An started with sales in Ireland, Australia, USA, and Japan, during which he learned a lot about horses because he bought yearlings all the time, and it is crucial to determine its future ability. Another important factor is medical exam to tell the horse's medical status before you buy one. For a horse owner from Chinese mainland, Mr. An says it is a rather difficult procedure to own horses beyond the border. From purchasing to training and racing, it is constant learning. One needs to learn from the experienced. Buying is sophisticated discipline and involves far too many details, such as pedigree. It is imperative for you to learn, learn, and learn before you can purchase a horse that suits you. Well put. And this is the first episode of season three. I hope you enjoy it as we release the podcast on Tuesday. Now, this month's China Horse Business Live have been held yesterday on the first Monday of the month. The next webinar will take place on the fifth of September from nine a.m. to ten a.m. CEST. Yes, and guys, see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. This podcast is co-hosted by Zoe King and Wen Li, powered by Wonder Horse. A business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equestrian community in China.